What is up, MMA fans? Welcome to my channel. This is the MMA Anomaly Show with yours truly, Olin, aka MMA Anomaly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell for notifications. All right, guys, jumping right into it, we are going to be covering two things in this episode. So we actually got a super awesome fan submission from uh, one of my old coworkers slash really good friends, Jordan. Um, you should definitely check him out on Twitch. I will throw up the link to his page right here above. Uh, his his gamer tag or his Twitch tag is mildishg27. Make sure you give him a follow. Um, other than that fan submission, we will be going over UFC Vegas 53, which is being headlined by Marlon Chito Vera going up against Rob Font. Uh, should be a really good fight card. Uh, a lot of really, really great up and coming names as well as great veterans of the sport on that. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into the fan submission here from Jordan. It's a two-parter, so here's part one. Hey, what's up, MMA Anomaly? I uh, really appreciate you allowing me to do this fan submission. Uh, so my question comes in two parts. Basically, for somebody like me who's new to MMA, new to the sport, uh, really trying to get an insight uh, into the fighters themselves and then also like how their careers progress. Um, my original question is, where can I get involved in seeing some more uh, lower level fighters? Um, I know the main cards and all that can be watched on ESPN and stuff like that. But um, I'm really interested in sort of the lower levels of the sport and seeing where guys are at and where they start from. So what's an easy way to do that? Do you have any good references for that? What a fantastic question uh, slash topic. So if, if you're a newcomer to the sport of MMA or mixed martial arts as a whole, uh, what I would definitely recommend is definitely getting in tune with the up and comers, right? Not just paying attention to the top three fights on the main card, right? Um, just like you said, you can watch the main card or all of the UFC card on ESPN or ESPN Plus, which is fantastic. But that's literally the tip of the iceberg. There are other top organizations like Bellator and One Championship, right? Those are fantastic organizations to check out. One puts most of their fights up for free on YouTube, which you can check out. Uh, Bellator typically does their prelims on YouTube, and you can check out their main cards on Showtime, I believe, nowadays. Um, but what it sounds like you want isn't really the top of the, the cream of the crop, right? You are a football fan, so the way that I can relate this for you is it sounds like you want college football compared to NFL. So if that's the case, um, where the UFC used to get most of their fighters from is a little organization that used to exist called Strike Force, right? Some of the names that you might recognize, um, you know, bigger names in, in the MMA that came from Strike Force are Gilbert Melendez, Ronda Rousey, Nick Diaz, Daniel Cormier, Dan Henderson, Luke Rockhold, Alistair Overeem, Andre Arlovsky, Fedor the Last Emperor Emelianenko. Uh, so those are some of the biggest names in the sport of mixed martial arts, and they all came from little old strike force, right? Most of those uh, people, men and women, went on to become champions in the UFC or in Bellator, etc. Uh, now, obviously, the UFC bought strike force doesn't exist anymore. Uh, now, looking at two different organizations that you can still tune into for that college football experience version of MMA would be Cage Warriors and LFA. Now, both of those promotions and organizations you can actually watch on UFC Fight Pass. I highly recommend, if you're a newcomer to the sport of mixed martial arts, that you invest in getting the year, uh, the year package of UFC Fight Pass. Super great deal. 
not really that costly if you compare it to other streaming services and it literally has every fight you can think of right so cage warriors some of the people to come from cage warriors that you might recognize are michael bisping gaygard musasi martin campman dan hardy again joe duffy the irish dragon and a, a little name that you might not know if you're a newcomer to the sport but uh this this really unknown guy conor mcgregor he came from cage warriors so i definitely recommend checking out cage warriors that's also where patty the batty pimblick came from if you've been watching mma recently i'm sure you've heard that name right uh and i think this is a better time than ever for a little modello time <laughs> so jumping into the other organization that i mentioned lfa lfa is a fantastic organization um you have Holly Holm that came from there, Valentina Shevchenko, who, again, if you've been watching in the past few years, Valentina Shevchenko is one of the most dominant women in the sport of mixed martial arts. I can't think of anybody that will beat her before she retires, right? Uh, you also have Sage Northcutt, who, fantastic guy. He will call you Mr. or Mrs. when he meets you. <laughs> He's very respectful. Anyways, um, Henry Cejudo, the king of cringe, Triple C. And you also have Sergio Pettis, who's the current champion uh, in Bellator, right? So there's just a ton of names from LFA, Cage Warriors, Strike Force that have now become that cream of the crop that's risen to the top of the UFC, of Bellator, of one. So I highly recommend if you're a newcomer to the sport that you definitely, definitely, definitely check out those three organizations. Now, moving into the next question that he has, uh, we'll go ahead and play that now. Second part of my question is, uh, what characteristics or traits do you usually see in a fighter um, that translates to staying power in the sport? Meaning uh, certain characteristics that allow them to be prosperous, starting from the lower ranks and then really work their way to the top. Um, is it tactical? Is it mental? Is it physical? Um, or just does it depend? Um, but yeah, those are my two questions, man. I really appreciate the allowing me to get this fan submission in. All right, Jordan, you came prepared with some really good questions today, or topics. Uh, so the second one, basically, you want to know what the, the stability or star power is, what it really takes for a MMA or UFC fighter, for that matter, to not only enter the UFC or Bellator or one, right? These the, the big three, so to speak, but to last, right? So when I think of people that uh, are becoming names or have become names, I think of people like Michael Bisping. I think of... A little bit of bias here, Dustin Poirier, right? Um, I think of Dan Hardy, I think of Ronda Rousey. So these are people that aren't undefeated, right? You have Khabib Nurmagomedov, who I think the world of, he's absolutely incredible, undefeated in the sport. So if you ask me like what it really takes to stay in this sport, to last, to gain fans, and, and to really create that star power, it's a number of things. Uh, you need heart, right? You need to, not dominate every single fight untouched you have to show that when you when you get hurt when you're in the deep water you can come back and win a fight or after you lose a fight that you can come back and still have a resurgence in your career i mean hell you don't even have to win to to have incredible star power if you've played the game right as much as i dislike the guy uh conor mcgregor right i tune into every one of his fights because i enjoy what he does in the cage i don't like his mouthpiece i don't like the way that he talks down on people i don't like the way he insults and belittles people. But obviously there's a fan base for that. The guy hasn't won a fight, I think, since like what? 2016, or at least in his weight class. 
Um, it's been it's been some time since he's won a relevant fight against a relevant contender, and still he puts asses in seats. The guy is one of the biggest draws, and possibly will continue to be the biggest draw that mixed martial arts has ever seen. And it's just because of how good of a talker he is. So it comes down to marketability when you're talking about lasting power, but it also comes down to can you win? Because if you think about it, no matter how good of a talker Conor McGregor is, if he didn't starch Jose Aldo in 12 seconds, if he didn't, uh, you know, egg on Chad Mendez after Chad Mendez got the best of him in the grappling in their match, going into that last round right before he starched him, right? Like, he had these incredible moments and he backed them up as much as, you know, I have to bite my tongue sometimes to admit, he, he came in there and he backed them up. So it, it really takes a special type of athlete that can talk the talk, can walk the walk, and can also do it impressively and make it look really nice when they're doing it. So I think that's what it really takes if, if you're trying to last in the sport of mixed martial arts. Now, if I somehow misunderstood the question and the question was, what is the best base for lastability or longevity in the sport? I would obviously say, go to Dagestan, learn from Khabib and the boys, do some wrestling, take, you know, take like a long time to work on your wrestling. And then once you get wrestling down, then you go do a Muay Thai camp. Because I am a striker by all means. I am a striker by heart. I enjoy striking. The only grappling I work on is in order to hopefully not be taken down by a better grappler than myself, because I like to think that I'm a better striker than a lot of the people that I spar. Um, so, if you ask me, striking is much easier to learn than grappling, uh, or else I'd be a, a damn good grappler, right? So, anyways, uh, I think you go to Dagestan, you get some great wrestling, or you go to American Kickboxing Academy over in San Jose, you get some great wrestling from the Dagestani guys over there, or Daniel Cormier and the boys, uh, and yeah. After that, you work on your striking, you get a little bit of boxing, get some crispy head movement. And uh, Muay Thai, I think, is probably my favorite striking fundamental. So Dagestani wrestling and Muay Thai. So those are the two best base fundamentals in my humble opinion. And now we will go ahead and jump into UFC on Vegas 53. But not before we hit this quick Modelo time. So, uh, I'm not gonna go over all of the fights on this fight card. Uh, there are a lot of fights, actually. I'm just gonna go ahead and start from the, the lowest fight down on the card that I'm super excited about and move my way up. So, we have Chase Sherman going up against Alexander Romanov. Um, this is a fight that was supposed to happen, obviously, last weekend, but it got pushed back. Um, there was something that came up with Chase Sherman, but I'm very excited to see this happen. Chase Sherman is obviously a very fun fighter to watch on the UFC. Unfortunately, I don't think he wins this one. I'm all aboard the hype train, which is definitely not usually my MO. But when it comes to Alexander Romanov, the guy has not shown any weaknesses or many weaknesses. And I think he wins by knockout. So let's see how that turns out. Uh, the next one is going to be my upset of the night. I actually don't know the odds, but I would assume Christoph Jocko is going to be the underdog going into this one. Um, you have Christoph Jocko going up against Gerald Mearshart. If you're an anime fan, you should probably bet on Christoph Jocko. He's got a crazy cool Vegeta tattoo on his arm. That's why I'm going for him. Uh, this is an emotional bet. Going into the next one, we've got Darren the Damage Elkins going up against Tristan Connolly. If you've never heard of Tristan Connolly, 
You should definitely uh, thank him on Twitter or Instagram. He apparently helped out EA Sports for the last few UFC games for the motion capture for a lot of the moves. So thank you, Tristan Connolly. We appreciate you. We love the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we'd love to see some improvements, but we enjoy the game. Uh, so who do I think is going to win this fight? I think it's going to be Darren the Danage Elkins just because we don't know enough about Tristan Connolly. The only you know super impressive fight that we've seen him in was against Michelle Pajeda. Now, Michelle Pajeda is a crazy guy. He was doing like backflip kicks. I think he accidentally kicked him in the dick when he did a backflip at one point. Um, that being said, Tristan Connolly got that win. He out-wrestled him. If Tristan Connolly's best means to victory is wrestling, I just think he's gonna have a hell of a time trying to do that against somebody like Darren Elkins, who trains diligently at Team Alpha Male, or Team Alpha, I think they call themselves now. Either way, um, fantastic gym. Definitely a place worth training at if you're in the Sacramento area. Uh, and yeah, I think Darren Elkins pulls off this win by via WrestleFuck. I think he ends up WrestleFucking him, maybe hitting him with some ground and pound on the top. And uh, once he gets him, you know, bloodied up and battered a little bit, maybe he ends up getting a submission win. I think that would be a, a fun resurgence for Darren Elkins. And I'd love to see him bounce back and back into the win column. In the next fight, we have Jared Gordon going up against Grant Dawson. Now in this one, I, as much as a Jared Gordon fan as I am, uh, I think Grant Dawson pulls this off. He's really looked incredible since joining the UFC. Um, I, I'll be honest, as much of an MMA purist as I am, didn't really know a ton about him before he came into the UFC, but since he made it into the big show, he's shown nothing but growth in his game and improvements, whereas Jared Gordon can be kind of up and down, right? Um, I don't want to say he's already plateaued because there's definitely room for improvement and I think that he has the skills to improve, but we just haven't seen it consistently in his UFC career. Uh, that being said, I think Grant Dawson ends up winning a, a probably a split decision over him in this fight. This next fight is probably my second most anticipated belt on the entire card. We got by far pound for pound the best nickname in the entire sport of mixed martial arts with Andre Touchy Feely going up against Joe Anderson Brito. I don't, I don't actually know who that is. Um, I, I did look up his record. Obviously, he's 12-3-1. Uh, he's I think Andre Feely pieces him up. I think this is a great little tune-up fight for Andre. And then I think after this, Andre ends up getting hopefully a big name and uh, you know working his way back up into that title contender shot or spot, so to speak. Um, Andre has, again, been one of those people that had kind of an up and down career, but at the same time, he's been paired against killers. So I think, again, he's shown nothing but improvement. I look forward to watching his boxing skills on display. Always love watching this kid fight. He's absolutely incredible. I actually had the pleasure of meeting him at UFC Sacramento years back, and uh, he was just a super dope dude. So looking forward to watching him fight. Put Andre Touchy Philly on your DraftKings if you haven't already. Before we move into the next fight, it is another time for Modelo Time. So, jumping into the co-main event, we have a legacy fighter, a legend fighter, a legend of the sport, not only in the UFC, but in mixed martial arts. Um, he actually fought one of the big names that I mentioned earlier. He is one of the big names I mentioned earlier. We have Andre the Pitbull Arlovsky going up against Jake 
Collier, um, Jake Collier has the craziest reverse transformation Tuesday I have ever seen. Um, if ESPN doesn't hit me with the DCMA, I will throw that up here for you guys to see. It's wild, honestly. Um, but anyways, that being said, Andre Orlovsky is one of those guys that's been in the sport for as long as the sport's existed, pretty much. And he's had kind of an up and down career as a result of that. The guy's had well over 50 fights. So you can't expect him to win all of those fights, right? Um, that being said, I think Andre Arlovsky ends up showing the pit bull that he is, earning the name the pit bull, and just going out there and, and not dominating, but asserting his dominance across three rounds and possibly getting the finish in the second round. I don't think it'll be a first round finish because Jake is pretty durable, but uh, I do think they'll get the finish early to midway through the second round. I think it's a pretty safe bet to throw on your DraftKings card. Even though it is heavyweight, anything can happen. All right, we have made our way to the top of the card. If you have lasted this long and stayed this long in the video, I really appreciate it. Um, please make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications if you didn't get the memo at the beginning of the video. Uh, and without further ado, the main event, Rob Font going up against Marlon Chito Vera. I've got Marlon Chito Vera in this one all day. Big fan of Rob Font. Think he's a fantastic fighter. Think again, he's shown a lot of improvements, but what it really comes down to is well-roundedness. I think Rob Font is gonna have possibly the better stand-up, but even there, Marlon Vera has just done so much to improve, and I think we're gonna see that in this fight, just like we have in his last few fights. Uh, he's consistently gotten better in every single fight. I think it ends up being a stand-up battle in the first round. I think the second round, Marlon ends up shooting for a takedown and getting it, and then we see him not dominate, but definitely take over the fight, and we'll see Rob Font see the momentum slipping away from him in the fight. And if Marlon doesn't get the finish in the second round, I think in the third round, he will just start to dominate and really take over the fight and slowly work his way to a finish in the, the third or fourth round here. I don't see this going all 25 minutes, so if there's a bet to take against this going the distance, take that bet. I take that bet all fucking day. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. Uh, that's it. <laughs> so Marlon Vera definitely is going to win this one, I think, in my opinion, my humble opinion. And thank you guys and gals for watching. I really appreciate all the support. Please comment below. Super, super duper appreciative. It helps with the algorithm. And as always, enjoy the fights, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy the violence. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, skilled violence. Skilled violence. None of that street stuff, right? Uh, and we will see you next time. I'll probably do another video after the fight card at some point. And uh, yeah, thanks again. See you next time.